If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. There's some breaking news that Nicola Sturgeon uh, has confirmed that she's resigning as Scotland's First Minister after more than eight years in the role. And the Scottish National Party leader said that she knew in my head and in my heart that this was the right time to step down. She made... Uh, the announcement of the rather hastily arranged news conference in Edinburgh and the First Minister said that she would remain in office until her successor was elected. Uh, Miss Sturgeon is the longest serving First Minister and the first woman to hold the position she said serving in the role has been a privilege beyond measure. All right, let us talk gardening and delighted to be joined now by uh, Alton Nesbitt of Centenary Home and Garden. Good morning to you, Alton. Good morning, Fran. Good to talk to you today. What a beautiful day it is out there. A beautiful day for gardening. Absolutely. And really, lots of things are starting to come into full full bloom. Um, now, we're, I, I love this time of the year because I mean, after the doldrums of winter, it's lovely to see the spring bulbs uh, giving a great display. Things like the, the snowdrops, the daffodils, the lovely crocuses as well are, are, are really are fantastic. Or a thing called an enemy, which is particularly good as well. But also the bluebells are starting to appear and uh, a thing called like the, the wild garlic and, and, and other things, kind of nice naturalised plants that are coming into full, full bloom now in the next couple of weeks. Um, at this time of the year as well, it's a good thing to think about things for the summertime. Mm-hmm. So I, I always think things, things that um, make a great display are, are the, the summer bulbs. Now, things like um, the lovely begonias. Now, begonias are probably one of the nicest um, flowers that you can get right through the whole summer. They give a, give a great display of, of different colours and different shapes as well. You have the lovely hanging basket and begonias, which will cascade over the side of your, your hanging baskets or your window boxes as well. Or there's lovely the uh, double um, mixed begonias. These are the double-headed begonias, quite big and showy, big blousy-type flowers of them. And they're fantastic in the centre of containers to give a bit of height as well. But these are these come in, in pre-packs, um, so you get about three three begonia bulbs in a pack, um, and uh, uh, again you can get them in mixed colours as well. Now with the begonias, the, with the top part of it is the hollow part, so you always have that just above, uh, just below the soil surface when you when you're planting it into into containers. And it's a very good idea is to start sowing all these things now in in containers in in pots, so that you give give them really good start. Things like your begonias, dahlias, lilies. Cavioli, even the, the things like Crocosmia or, or, or even uh, a lot of the uh, thing, thing called Nirene, which is quite nice as well. It's an unusual type flower, lovely pink pink flowers or, or, or white as well that you can get in those. But these are lovely summer bulbs that you can start sowing now. I always put them into a kind of um, uh, a multi-purpose compost which, which um, a mix of um, vermiculite or perlite into the compost. That just gives it some um, more insulation in the compost. So it gets the, the plants to start off a lot earlier for you. So that's therefore you get much more uh, a longer display of flowers right through the summer as well. Things like the, 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 the dahlias are a little bit fussy because what happens with those is that the shoots come up quite soft. It's very important if there is going to be a late frost is to protect them from, from any late frost by putting your fleece over them. Um, and also um, slugs love them as well. So make sure that there's um, uh, no slugs where, where you're growing them. Um, either use little dishes of beer or copper band around the pot to stop the slugs from devouring them. 
Very good. Uh, lots of questions in as usual. I hardly know where to start, Elton. Um, this listener says, I had very bad black spots on my roses last year, so I treated them. But now I see the spots on the new leaves. I cut them back in October and I treated them. But what else can I do? Really, with, with, um, with black spots on, on roses, it's very important to give uh, uh, the rose bush itself um, a spray of a winter wash onto the rose during the dormant season. So this time of year is quite good to do that. So uh, pr- prune it back, get rid of any old or damaged stems off the rose bush itself. That will, will tidy it up. But also give it a spray of a winter wash over the, the stems. That gets rid of any um, harbour harbouring of, of black spots that may be on the stems. Cleans it up quite well. Then when the new shoots come on or stem, I want you to spray with either rose shield, multi-rose or rose clear. These are very good. Um, uh, they're actually insecticides as well as a fungicide on them. Um, and that keeps it lovely and clean, gets rid of any green fly or white fly that may be attacking them, but also keeps the leaves lovely and, uh, lovely and healthy as mm. well. Another good thing as well, that if, you ha- if you want really showy type, type roses, is give them a, a magnesium salt, um, just a better fistful. This is the base of each rose. That just gives it more disease resistance to black spot or mildew or anything like that. Right. Another listener, Ulton, saying I have uh, perennial daisy-like flowers that come in many colours, but they've been destroyed by frost. Will they come back or do I just need to replace them? Any of the chrysanthemum maximums, these, these are all daisy-type plants that, 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 that you'd have. They're herbaceous perennials, really, and they keep coming every year. Um, and, and they're quite hardy, actually. So but what you'll have, um, this, this time of year, in the of the stalks, be still there. So cut them back down to ground level. This will encourage new shoots coming up from the very base of the plants and makes it look, uh, much cleaner looking and, and, and healthier looking as well. Now with an awful lot of the uh, chrysanthemum maximums, it's a, it's a good good plan is to put um, a, a, it'll say a, a support, um, it's a herbaceous perennial support um, uh, on the top of them. Mm. So as they're growing up, they have this sort of frame to, to hold them upright. Because they do get quite tall, they tend to flop to the ground. So it's, it's good to have, have um, uh, support as they're growing up uh, to, to give them support. So like either bamboo cane, do a wigwam of bamboo cane, a bit of string, um, so, and that will give them support. So they get good, um, you get a great display and, and more flowers then as well. Yeah, Lissa says, I have uh, sweet William seeds, and I remember Alton saying last week to plant them out now in soil. On the packet of instructions that I have, it says to plant in seed pots. Any help would be appreciated. Yeah, with, with, with um, any legume, especially um, any peas, peas or, or beans or anything like that, and especially sweet peas as well, I always use those cardboard, um, uh, uh, those peat pots, mm. um, and they're eight inches uh, peat pots. And I put about five seeds in that, um, uh, use a, a multi-purpose compost again in that, and just put them um, five seeds I- into the pot, put uh, four at the outer side of it and one in the centre then as well. Now, and that's because peas don't like their, their um, roots being disturbed, they're much, much better to growing in those kind of pea pots so that you can plant it, the whole thing into the ground and then the root system will, will go out through the, the pea pot um, as it degrades. And so uh, when the peas get to about three or four inches in, in, in growth is just to pinch the tips of them. This forces a much bushier, bushier plant as well and, and therefore better, better flowering as well um, uh, through, the, through the summer months. Peas are good to start off now 
uh, as much as possible, but do have them in those um, peat pots that grow an awful lot better. And, and then by the, when the risk of frost is gone, you can plant them out. Caller is wondering if they can move an apple tree, Alton, to a different area. They set it last year. Um, you can. Um, now, try and get as much of a root ball as possible when you're transplanting it. Most apple trees then as well are bottom grafted. So it's very important to have the graft just above the ground. This is, you find a kind of a knot mm. um, where, 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 where the rootstock is. So always have that just above the ground when you're transplanting it. Um, uh, and uh, always give it really good support as well, tree support, um, because a lot of the trees tend to get rock in, in, in the wind. So uh, a good stake and a good tree tie on it. Normally I put just a double tree tie, uh, top and bottom, so that gives a great support if it's in a windy spot as well. Uh, wash it well after transplanting it. Um, and um, uh, use a thing called sulfur or potash, just a fistful, just at the base of, of the root system, and that will give you a great, great start um, for, for the spring and going into the summer. Right, a listener wants to know what is the best spray to put on black spots on the leaves of red robin? Um, what can I do to make uh, them better again? Yeah, there's a thing called fungus fighter. Um, it's a ready-to-use, comes in about 750 ml spray. So fungus, fungus fighter onto the uh, Virginia red robin. Um, now, the new leaves will be coming on that. The old leaves that are affected are affected, they're going to fall off. But it's the new leaves that you want to keep lovely and clean. So, again, uh, always spray this uh, every three weeks. Um, so when the new leaves come on, do it late in the evening time and spray with this fungus fighter spray onto, onto the foliage. Keeps it lovely and clean and, and healthy. Now, we do have another spray, it's a thing called um, boxes. Uh, top boxes spray normally used for box hedging, but that's quite good for for blight as well on 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 hedgings, particularly uh, like the petunias or the or the box hedge as well. Right, a listener has bindweed uh, in oh, yeah. the garden. It's uh, in my vegetables and flowers. Any advice, Malton? Really, with the bindweed, um, if you can do use a spray an SBK brushwood killer spray as the bindweed starts to grow. Now, you only you can only do this in, the, in kind of the middle of May. Um, onwards. Um, so as the growth of the bindweed starts, you can spray it with, a, with an SPK brush killer onto the foliage of the bindweed itself. And that will get down to the root system and kill it. Other than that, I would actually do, if it's in a vegetable garden, I would tend to do a double dig on, on, on the vegetable garden, getting up any root system from the bindweed. Now, the, the bindweed has a really white root on it. Um, it's almost like scotch grass but, but, but it has a, a much thicker whiter root on it. So try and uh, collect as much of that root system that's in the bed as possible. So kind of hand, uh, dig it dig it up out, out of it and, and collect as much of that um, uh, white bindweed uh, as possible. Right, just a final one if you would. I have a path around my garden apart from power washing. How can I clean the path? Is there a spray that you'd recommend? I always think for paths or, or, or for uh, gravel yards and things like that. I always find the source very good for, for that. It cleans stuff like new. Even if you have that black algae or green algae on, on, on the path, um, if you do uh, one and a half litres to a 10 litre water can, do a drench over, over the path with that. That takes about three hours for that to clean it up quite well. Um, and again, in three days, you find it completely gone. And if there is any, um, this is that thick matter, um, algae, or almost like um, uh, 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 a lichen on, on mm. the, the, the path, it, it brushes off quite easily after the three days.
So, so chlor, chlor is the best thing to use. Um, it's uh, one and a half litres to a ten litre water and then and do a drench over the path with that. All right. Alton, it's always good to talk to you. Happy gardening. Thank you very much indeed. Good morning to you. That's Alton Nesbitt there of Centenary Home and Garden. That's about it for me. We're still getting in messages uh, telling me how much you enjoyed hearing Anthony O'Connor sing live uh, today. And uh, thank you for that. Emma produced. Uh, Ellie looks after our content. Stephen is on the way with the Time Tunnel. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.